You're listening to Film School, broadcasting every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time at KUCI 88.9 FM, Irvine, California, and on the web at KUCI.org slash filmschool. I'm Nathan Callahan. And I'm Mike Kaspar. In his new documentary, They Killed Sister Dorothy, our guest today, Daniel Jungi, traces the killing of 73-year-old Catholic nun and activist Sister Dorothy Stang in the Brazilian rainforest, where she, for 30 years, fought along with environmentalists and the underprivileged against the exploitation of the land by powerful loggers and landowners. They Killed Sister Dorothy premieres on HBO Wednesday, March 25th at 8 p.m. Daniel Jungi, welcome to Film School. Thanks for having me. Uh, how are you doing today? Doing great, actually. Uh, well, real good. Now, uh, where are we reaching you? What, what, what city, township, or state are you in? You're calling me in Denver, Colorado. All right, very good. Where so, the, the trees are just starting to bud out. Probably uh, not so in, in Los Angeles. Well, they're kind of. Some of the sycamore are budding out here just fine. It's, how, is, is it must be beautiful there. Is it a nice sunny day and they're it opening is. up? All right. It is. It is. It's not exactly a film mecca, but this is, where I, this is what I call home. Yeah. Wow. Were you born there? No, I was actually raised in Wyoming, just up the road, um, but uh, have some, some roots and connections here to, to college here. It's, it's, um, and there's enough of a, an industry here uh, as a documentary filmmaker that I can, and I'm usually making my films like, obviously, for Dorothy, out of country, that I can uh, get done what I need to get done and still live in a place that I, I love to call home. Right. Now, do you do any of the production in uh, Denver there or in Colorado? Uh, you know, because we've mostly done uh, socially conscious documentaries in usually in foreign countries, um, production, you know, invariably happens out of, out of state and actually out of the country. Right. But we do all of our posts here. Where did you first hear about the sister, uh, Dorothy's story? When was the first time you were exposed to what happened to her? Well, I read about it in the international media, actually, in the New York Times. Um, and I thought, what a great idea for not just a documentary, uh, but for a movie. I mean, there's poignant issues there for a documentary, but there's also incredibly, I mean, the, the murder of a 73-year-old nun. I, my gosh, that's, yeah. that's, that's the stuff of movies. That, um, and I did some, a bit of research, actually researched... Uh, through her hometown newspaper in Dayton, Ohio, and came to find out her brother, actually her youngest brother, is from Denver, Colorado, huh. my hometown. So um, I called David, and in fact, he was going to Brazil three days later. That's where the adventure began. Wow, that's fortuitous. My goodness, that's, that's pretty amazing that uh, that happenstance happened. Yeah, no, it, it, it was fated, you know, it was fated to happen. Now, and I've got to ask you, you have some amazing footage in the film and some very personal footage. Uh, I'm, I'm jumping ahead a little bit here, but you have uh, the, the defense attorney's uh, footage of them saying things that I, I can't imagine any defense attorney would say in front of a camera. And yet you've, you've captured this stuff. Is, is, was that you and the camera and all of this? Most, uh, most of that was shot by, by me. Uh-huh. Um, I did have a work with a Brazilian crew who um, shot some of that and worked with me at times. But, um, you know, I think uh, just in terms of our access, especially to the defense side, I think that, you know, there's, this, is, this is their whole M.O., this kind of bravado, and, and you, see, you hear these incredibly bombastic things they say in the film, and that's, 
that's kind of just the way they operate. And I don't. Th- I think it it's indicative of the the impunity in the area and the and the status quo, which is on the side of the ranchers and that Dorothy faced. But also, I think the fact that I speak you know awful Spanish and even worse Portuguese, I think um, I think maybe helped me capture some of that footage personally as well. Oh, because they you just kind of were playing the dumb blonde, exactly. so to speak. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, let, let's set this up a little bit. Let's go back and uh, to, 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 to frame this whole story uh, and tell us about Sister Dorothy, what she was doing uh, in Brazil, and and the kind of tensions that she was uh, she was uh, bringing to uh, to the ranchers and to, and to the people of that area. Yeah, I mean the world was the world's attention was caught by this on February twelfth, two thousand five, when she was she was killed uh, on a muddy. Uh, rainforest road shot six times ex- execution style um, and but I think the the folks in that area Dorothy's name was known well I mean she because she was for 30 years she had worked there as a sister of Notre Dame working with the the underprivileged and you know I think that um, as you see in the film that didn't just mean handing out food baskets baskets and praying with them in church as she she actually fought for their rights and in the last years of her life she also came to, to realize that, that the, the problems of the poor were intricately and intertwined with the destruction of the rainforest, which we all know has happened at an alarming rate. So she focused her efforts not only on helping the poor, but on uh, working with them in a sustainable way in the rainforest. And, and she created the country's first, well, she didn't, I'm sorry, she implemented the country's first sustainable development project. It was actually a federally run project. And that, that drew the wrath of, as I say, the power to be in the Amazon, which include uh, loggers and ranchers. And, and that's really what the film is about. It's kind of a whodunit behind her murder, which, of course, involves, involves those powers. So she was there to help these, uh, these people. These, what, is it fair to say these are indigenous people to the region? They're not, actually. They're not. You know, it's, um, okay. you know if, you think about, if you think about the Amazon, the only indigenous people are, are Native Americans, you know, um, this area was populated quite a bit in the 70s because the Brazilian government pushed people mostly from the northeast, from Bahia and, and places where, which were overcrowded and filled with poor people. The, the uh, Brazil sought in their best interest to promote development in the Amazon and push people into that region. And that's part of the problem, um, that these people uh, came looking for jobs and, and what they learned was flash and burn. And that's, that's part of the problem in the Amazon. So, so, so the people that she's working with have essentially been forced to be there to work for loggers. And dis- well, they've come, they've come looking for opportunity, and yeah. the immediate cash, the hard cash, is with the loggers and ranchers. And of course, that work only lasts for a certain amount of time because they're not sustainable industries. But also, the power exists with the loggers and ranchers. So, so a, a number, I mean, several hundreds of these people then are looking for an opportunity to make a life for themselves. Thousands. And, uh, thousands yeah. of them. So they've now decided, uh, through the work of Dorothy, to try and become farmers, work the land in order to exactly. sustain their lives and their families' lives. And this is where Dorothy Stang, Sister Dorothy Stang, comes in. Right? That's right. And, and although they're... They're farmers, and they do have um, they do bring with them some uh, knowledge of farming. The, the, again, even in the Northeast, the, the culture is slash and burn. It's Dorothy that that really pushes this idea of sustainable 
farming, the, the use of, of, you know, of rainforest products and uh, only farming 20% of the land, leaving 80% of the forest standing. It's, it's really Dorothy that helps to educate these people um, about how, how the, you know, the Amazon is best used. Right. And, and right before she was assassinated, it was coming down to one particular plot of land there in the forest. Lot 50 or lot 50? Yeah. Lot, lot 55. 55. Now we're, so, so here we have as this ideal project, the Sustainable Development Project, which represents not only uh, the possible future for, for that area, but through Amazon. And the government still doesn't have the ability to clear up the land titles on okay. this small on this small project, which is than, than any county in the United States. Right. The lot, the, the lot we're talking about is lot 55. It's a good chunk of land. Was it but, 10 square miles? Did I get that right? I think it was, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's 10 right. square and, miles. And the, and the government has an, uh, uh, a department within it called INCRA that is in charge of div- sort of divvying up this land and making sure that the right people have, who are supposed to have ownership and who doesn't have ownership, sort of making these determinations – and this lot fifty five was supposed to be set aside for these people to allow them to cultivate and develop the land. Am I am I saying that correctly? That's true. Yeah, I mean, if you can imagine, it's the equivalent of the BLM or the Bureau of Land Management here in the states. Right. And uh, the fact that I mean, ultimately, as you see in the film, Dorothy died for this one tiny uh, part, this this lot fifty five, this tiny tiny uh, sliver of land, but. In fact, there were plots of land throughout the Sustainable Development Project that are in dispute, are still in dispute. And so that's just, I mean, that's indicative of what's happening throughout the Amazon. If we can't even get one ideal project to work in the Amazon that's got the endorsement of the Brazilian government, and they can't even get those titles straight, then imagine what's happening out in in the middle of nowhere where where small farmers are trying to, to claim against large donors who... Steal the land. Right. It's important to understand here that there, this this ten square mile area, uh, it, that there's this dispute over who owns it and and which has gone into in the film. But just to give it some context here, as you say it near the end of the film, there are twenty square miles per day being essentially cut down in the rainforest every day. That's right. As yeah. we speak. Fine. So we're Fine. talking about half a day's worth of clear cutting. And we're talking about years of clear-cutting that has been going on in, in the rainforest to give you some sense of how much of the, the rainforest is disappearing now, which is so depressing. I mean, the film itself, you get, you get all the flavors of what's going on there. And we're talking about millennia of development yeah. of that ecosystem that's just being Eviscerated, burned to yeah, the ground. Yeah. You know, I, don't know, yeah, I don't know what's more depressing, the rate of deforestation, which we all know, and we hear those facts and figures, and... And we can kind of zone out. Or the fact, when you watch this film, that this, that this ideal project, which really could represent the future of the Amazon, not just the Amazon, but rainforest in developing countries around the world, yeah. and they can't even get that right. And they a can. 73-year-old woman is, is executed for it. That, that, this is a speck of land in the great, in the great land mass yeah. that we're talking about. Yeah, that, that, that's, that 10 square mile parcel of land is not, you know, that's not the... the the future of the rainforest, but in a way it is, you yeah. know, in a way it is because it's because this project represents what the future could be. 
And I want to say, too, that you did a, a great job of capturing the beauty of the forest and the way Dorothy must have felt about it with, uh, with your photography there. And also uh, the soundtrack, too, is, is beautiful. It seems to, to capture the mood of the film. Uh, and, and let's see, I'm, I'm looking for his name, the, the, the person who is most responsible Ramford, for the soundtrack. Ramford? Or what was your... Uh, the, uh, our, composer, our composer is Pedro Bromfman. Uh-huh. He's, act- yeah. he's actually based in L.A. He's an incredibly talented guy. Uh, yeah, and he, uh, he's Brazilian-born, uh, raised in Brazil and Argentina, and he, uh, he did the film for Tropa de, de, de Elite, which the Elite Squad, uh-huh. which was a, uh, one at Berlin last year. Very talented guy based in Culver City. So uh, huh. um, any any filmmakers out there, seek him out. Now, the the, the case uh, of the assassination of Dorothy, uh, first they they wanted to make take it to the national uh, judiciary, and and they were turned down there. Well, uh, there was they were there was not a lot of confidence in the state. Uh, in it, yeah. it, Brazil is an, is like the United States, a number of states within it. And then they have, of course, the, the federal government. So there wasn't a tremendous amount of confidence in the ability of the state the, uh, court system to take care of this. And the, 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 uh, the one gentleman uh, who, who felt that it would be best to, as he put it, federalize this, this uh, trial, tried to take it to the federal, to essentially what would be our equivalent of our uh, court of circuit court. Is that, would that be a fair yeah. analogy? Yeah, uh, I think so. He, and he's a federal prosecutor. But um, they have greater jurisdiction in Brazil. He's not just uh, he's not just in, involved in enforcing laws and and, uh, and penalizing criminals. This he's is also, this is Felicio Pontes. That Felicio Pontes. Yeah. He's he's also in charge of implementing federal programs, and so um, the the Sustainable Development Project was also his baby and remains his baby as well. Yeah. So he he was Dorothy's friend, and here he is actually involved in her murder case it makes for you know it's it's yeah. really a motivated character i want to i want to i want to skip ahead here because there's just a lot of a lot of are you there daniel yeah okay, okay good. we got we a lot of static for a second <laughs> yeah. there i thought you might have gone away um there i want to get into the actual sort of mechanics by the way we're speaking with uh, daniel Jungi, and the uh, film is they killed sister dorothy it will be premiering on hbo that'll be a week from tomorrow that's uh, march 25th on HBO, and you want to check this out. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely. Now, uh, we we have uh, basically a, a cast of characters here who were directly responsible for the death uh, of Sister Dorothy uh, by their own or, by their own or words. I leave that to the audience. Well, yeah. you know? <laughs> well, well, the gunmen themselves at least yeah. admit to yeah. having shot her six times, uh, three times in the head. It was pretty graphic. The the description of her her actual assassination, and then we have. The cast of characters just above them in, the, in this in this uh, tale, uh, that would be Tato, uh, a, a rancher, and also Bida. No, and I, yeah. and also uh, the guy they call Sleazy. And I'm not going to even pr- try to pronounce all these names, but uh, there are the people who, by by the account of the film, uh, were ordered the death of uh, of Sister Dorothy. And, that's right. Okay. I mean, there's no doubt about who pulled the trigger. These two landless farmers who are, you know, and it, maybe whether or not they were hired gunmen or not, I'll leave it to you. But at, yeah. at any rate, they're just pawns in the story. The, the real um, question is who were the greater powers involved? And that involves, yeah, a, a middleman named Tato, um, a rancher who's been implicated in many other murders in the region named Bida, 
and then a large landowner named Hedgivaldo or Taradown, which which translates as easy. Um, these are, I mean, you couldn't write these kind of characters. If you did screenwriter, you'd be you'd be uh, accused of overwriting. Yeah, yeah, it's it's um, amazing too the the trial itself. Oh. I I'd always thought that perhaps we didn't have a great judiciary here in the United States, <laughs> but. But I was I, I was I almost thought I was watching uh, you know an, an episode of a, of a daytime uh, trial TV uh, watching well, well, the way it was conducted there in, in Brazil. Nathan, there, didn't you say you thought you were watching a reenactment at, at when yeah, they at first one, started, yeah, uh, at first, the very first uh, instant and in seeing the way the court was set up and the way the emotionalism was allowed to just ride roughshod over any you know intellectual consideration of what was going exactly. on was, was amazing uh, exactly. yeah i mean honestly uh, you want you want, when you're watching this film you definitely want to get to the point where you're watching the this this system of justice unfold in front of you and it, it is quite staggering to watch yeah. to be honest i'm i'm, I'm quite uh Astounded that they were to get any justice at all, uh, considering what was going on. Because yeah, I, I don't know how how much we want to get into it, but they certainly took uh, Sister Dorothy's character and and ran it through the mud. You know, a seventy three year old nun who had spent her life working for peace and justice, uh, accused of pretty much atrocities by yeah. the uh, by the defense. Yeah, I know it's hard to it's hard to believe that they could vilify a seventy three year old. None, but in fact, um, as you see in the film, they do it fairly successfully. And the way they do that, I mean, they've got some pretty powerful tools in their their tool case, and that's that's um, xenophobia and nationalism, which run throughout the Amazon. And, and we have to, you know, uh, American foreign policy is has been lousy, not just in the last decade, which which America the employer uses handily in the courtroom. He uses our last ten years of foreign policy very much against us and against Dorothy. But also, you know, for for the last half century, and we were involved in a dictatorship in Brazil. Those people in the Amazon remember that well. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Actually, actually, it's a it's an unspoken, unknown part of American history was the uh, the early '60s, the overthrow of the duly elected Brazilian government by a military dictatorship in 1963, which at the time we hailed as this great achievement in in and right. the greatest event in the middle of the 20th century for democracy when in fact it enslaved many people in Brazil for the next many decades that's right and so if you're if you're a, a large landowner in in the rainforest and you want a clear cut and an american comes in and says this is not this is not right it's not right for the people here it's not right for for the planet um but you can you can accuse her of as being an an interloper, and you know part of that that American system which goes in and bullies people and and tries to control situations. You can accuse her of that. Yeah. No. This is this is one of those side effects that we just don't quite understand or don't know is is taking place around the world as a consequence of our misguided foreign policy. Uh, I do I do want to. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, Thanks. I was just going to say the the uh, the Dick Cheney of of their defense lawyers. Oh yeah, that's where uh, I was going. What was it? Americo Leal. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, you, you. Did you take that footage of him uh, where he's going on about justice? Well, uh, and it should be said that he's got a lot more character than Dick Cheney. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that but, was but, remarkable. But, yeah, but he, but he certainly is as vile. And yeah, yeah. It's uh, you. You've taken this footage of of uh, Marico Leal, and. Uh, and in one ki- uh, courtroom scene, though, he's he's going on about the DNA of North Americans, and that we have this 
uh, Violent more, yeah. This, it, did he? Did you ever have a chance to look in his eyes? I mean, was this all a joke for America, or was this a? Oh, uh, you know, qu- quite frankly, and I think um, I think observational filmmakers out there will will understand this. I I spent a lot of time with America Leal, and the footage that we got with him is is by virtue of many beers and many cigarettes uh-huh. and much time spent with him. And so, and, and I can say this, he's, um, although he's on dead wrong on the wrong side of this issue, and, he, he's, and he, his actions are wrong, he's, not, he's just an actor, literally. Yeah. I mean, he literally is an actor in this theater that is the Brazilian courtroom. And we just have to understand that although he seems so reprehensible in the film, you know, that he's just, he's just indicative of a broken system, a system which would allow a 73-year-old nun and many, many, many uh, poor people before her to get murdered and nothing will happen. So, you know, it, it, although it's easy to characterize this as a sweet old woman who was murdered and, and a few nasty men who are trying to cover it up, it's, it's hopefully viewers will get more than that and yeah. realize there's systemic failures here. Yeah, well, yeah but, it, but at the same time, though, uh, there has to be responsibility somewhere along sure. the line. And, and you know, I, I, Bernie Madoff might have uh, apologized, and, and America, Leal, uh, America Leal might do the same thing for their behaviors, but it's got to rest somewhere. I, I don't, I don't want to cut these people too much slack. There, there's sure. something really reprehensible about the... Uh, what he was, even though I understand it from a defense posture, uh, portraying uh, Sister Dorothy in in the light that he did as I, a terrorist, murdering terrorist, yeah, essentially is what he says just, about it. Yeah. Uh, well, I just no, I absolutely agree, and I, I just hope that one line rings true in the film, and that's when Sister Becky, who was who was um, a, a dear friend of Sister Dorothy, her colleague, and continues the fight today in the courtroom, says, "You know what." Yeah. Um, you, the 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 really horrific thing is about half of what America Leal says is true. Yeah. You know about half the things he says about our foreign policy. Uh, you know half of the things are true and things that she agrees with and that Dorothy would have agreed with. But the but the, that makes it as she says all the more insidious. Well, that was just a, this is, whole thing is just a, a means to an end, which is to essentially protect the ranchers. This what the film is about is is in addition to Sister Dorothy's brutal murder it, and. It's it's about this system that protects is so heavily weighted against any kind of a, a sense of justice for for people who are not powerful that it's completely weighted towards the powerful is is what this film is is about as well. Yes, and and, yeah. and the story continues even though you know there will yeah. be the uh, uh, the premiere on HBO next week. Uh, there's a new development as far as one of the characters go, and that would be Sleazy. Could you talk a little bit about that? Well, without giving away the the end of the film, I can say that um, the revolving door of Brazilian justice continues, and the the people that you see um, either convicted or freed in the film have since then either been freed or, you know, re-arrested, and that nothing is stable in that region and the, the the justice is so fleeting that um this is just part of a continuum in the film is there any sense that there is any land reform uh on the horizon for um for the rainforest for what's going on well, uh, the, the the sustainable development project is 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 still eking out in existence it's still a struggle but i i'm happy to say it's still in existence we actually end the film in the in the project with the people who Dorothy worked with 
and those people are still there, I'm happy to say. And, and the, I've spoken recently to Dorothy's fellow nuns, and she says there's a, there's a new sense of confidence there. I think it has to do with all the international attention on this. Yeah. And they're talking about now starting some more sustainable development projects in them, but on, with clear title, so they say. Yeah. Um, so these kind of things won't happen again. But, so there is hope. Yeah. There is hope. Well, you, you know, um, we uh, we had uh, the fellow, uh, we had uh, the filmmaker for uh, Manda Bala on a few oh, years sure. ago, and these two documentaries are sort of bookends to a not so pretty picture of Brazilian society in terms of what what's going on in, in for justice in that country. Uh, we hope that it changes and turns around, especially for a country that is so vital to the very. Uh, uh, subsistence of the planet with the with the rainforest being where it is and how incredibly important it is to be able to sustain life uh, on this planet um, because of it. Yeah, uh, I, I love Jason's film, and I, I like to think of them as companion pieces because yeah. his film is kind of about the greater culture of corruption. Yeah. And in fact, um, he focuses, you know, it's all about this character, Jader Barbalio. Yeah. Um, and in fact, that guy was, in, was responsible for the big the big uh, scandal, which essentially uh, involved the PDS and involved the Incra, it involved the Incra lands that Dorothy huh. was in. So they are, in fact, inextricably linked, those two films. His huh. is kind of about a whole, a portrait of a greater yeah. culture of, of corruption, and ours is about this one specific Here's story. A, it's a macro and I micro. I see a double feature. Yeah, in the future. yeah. Mm-hmm. honestly, a macro micro look at Brazilian, uh, yeah. and like I said, it's just an, a country that's incredibly important. To a sustainable planet, and you hope that uh, that uh, they they're able to write that ship. And uh, well, this is a terrific documentary. As we said, it'll be on uh, HBO uh, the twenty fifth. You want to check that out, uh, Daniel Young. Yeah, uh, thank you so much for the they killed Sister Dorothy. Uh, thanks for having me and letting me talk about it. To learn more about Film School. Listen to more interviews or subscribe to our podcast. Visit our website at KUCI.org slash filmschool.